Hello, my friends. Katie Day with the Movement of Texas team here live at the Tom Ferry Summit in Dallas for a very special episode of the Real Advice Podcast. Today, I am joined by my good friend, Julie Patterson. What is up? What is up? Having a good time. Excited to be here in Dallas. Excited to shoot this with you. Um, for those that may not know you, uh, you know, who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Yeah, I'm an indie broker in Northern California. We're right outside of Sacramento and kind of the suburbs. And Pleaser County. Placer County. Placer yes, County. we are. Placer County. Um, Rockland, Roseville. Those, those are the big areas uh, where we're from. Very cool. Yeah. And so how long have you been in real estate? I've been in real estate in the industry since 95, but I've been a broker since 2008 and I've been selling real estate since 2002. Great time to get your broker's license, 2008. Fabulous. Yes. And I was kind of unusual that I never worked for, I only went working for myself. So I was on the lending side and then I decided to start actively selling real estate and just got my broker's license and never worked for a big company. So I was only solo for myself. Okay. That's, yeah. I feel like a little bit different. Did you just like, since you already had experience, you kind of like knew the direction you wanted to go? Like I what? Did. Okay. Being in lending, I had, you know, a pretty vast background there and I was selling, I would sell real estate very, very few, like, I don't know, maybe one or two a year doing yeah. lending. And then I said, oh, I'm just going to. I, I'm just going to sell real estate full time. I'd rather do that. Yeah. I, I liked being in the field more than I liked back then. I'm, I'm old, like sadly, since like fax machine days. Like really, that was my thing. Don't date yourself here. You know. I mean, it was rough. It, we had to have credit reports come over on a little machine. I mean, it, it's I'm that old. I, that is true. <laughs> and so, but then you had to be at the office all the time. Like in lending, now you can be away from your desk. But then we couldn't. And I really wanted to be with people. Yeah. And so, real estate was definitely a more of a better fit. Better fit yeah. Well, and just knowing your personality, like being around people and, and yeah. just, you're definitely like you thrive in that. Yeah. In that environment. So I, I feel you there. Yeah. Um, so as far as a brand new agent, someone just got their license today, what advice would you give them as far as like that finding the brokerage? Cause like now, you know, in 2022, right? Like yeah. you have to have a certain amount of transactions and time with your license before you can just like go and be a broker. Yes. Right. So like what, what advice would you give someone if they're looking for a brokerage or a team or like if they're just starting out day one, newly licensed? Definitely find culture, find people that you enjoy spending time with. We spend a lot of time with our work families. I yeah. mean, you're with people that you are transacting with all the, I mean, constantly, like my, my team that I have, they are my best friends in life too. And yeah. so if you don't have a good vibe and you don't feel supported and cared about and loved as a person more than just as a, someone that's doing transactions, yeah. I think it's hard to have your fit. So I think really mo most important is having people that you like and enjoy spending time with. Well, and like, so let's dig deeper on that, right? Because like yeah. you go in, like if I'm a brand new agent, I go in and I interview at like ABC Realty, mm -hmm. right? Like I go in and I meet the broker, like yeah. they seem nice. Like then what I just ask to like come to a meeting or like meet people or how do you, how do you like dig deeper? Because everyone says yeah. they have good training and culture and mentorship and all the things. Yeah, people say all the things. I think meeting the other people that are part of the office yeah. is important okay. as well. So it's not just the broker that you're going to have a conversation with. I mean, you need to be you need to know who you're going to be working with all the time because there's plenty of times that I'm not available that someone else steps in to be able to help and lead. And you've got to trust and like those people too. And yeah. so people that also, like it's important to us that we work with people that are kind and that care more about our clients than we do our own financial paycheck. Yeah. And so having people that share that, you can spot easily if they're not someone that has your same value structure. And so 
I think that understanding who you're who you're working with is really super important. So culture and values, I think both are very important. Yes. So I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. Um, so one of the things I want to talk about a lot with you is marketing, right? Yeah. So, you know, for anyone that follows you on social media, if you don't already follow Julie on social media, hop on over to her Instagram. It's just your name, right? It's just my name. Yeah. My name is spelled weird. It's J-U-L-E-E. Yeah. Yeah. J-U-L-E-E. So yeah. sorry about that, y'all. Yeah. Um, so Anyways, if someone doesn't already follow you on Instagram, like you've got a good mix, right? Like, and that's that's something I always look for, you know, because you hop onto a lot of social social media for an agent. It's like a Canva template, like house, 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 just listed, just sold, house, 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 right? And like you have like, you know, carousel posts, you have reels, you have like funny stuff, you have educational stuff, um, you know, you you mix in family stuff and yeah. and and friends and like so tell me a little bit about like what your, I guess, like mindset is behind social and like where you come up with your, your ideas. Cause you, you have, you post a lot. So I'm, um, I only got an Instagram like two years ago, I think. So again, I'm old. I mean, that is the, that is true. And it was kind of new and I didn't know, I didn't really know what to do or how to even do Instagram. Like I wasn't, I know that, I mean, I really, I got Facebook down, but Instagram was new to me. And so I consumed and saw what I enjoyed connecting with people and social media. I truly believe is social. You're there to, you're not there to just, you're, you're there to connect with people and that's the whole purpose. And so things that people like to engage with, that's the kind of stuff that I try to do more of. Um, people are always going to engage more when your face is there. And when you're talking about your, your family, your life, your own personal stuff, because that's how people know, like, and trust you. You're buying from a person, not a brand. And so house, 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 sure, that might give you a little bit of social proof, but doesn't give you any insight as to the person that you're going to be working with. Yeah. So a lot of, at the end of the day, you just need to put a good variety of things out that is going to attract attract the people that want to work with you. If, yeah. if someone really is like anal retentive, maybe they might want to, they might want house, house, house. And yeah. that might be what they want. And so- It's more like spreadsheet, spreadsheet, spreadsheet. They know, might like that. That's what I like. You see, know? then that would be who you, how did you connect with me then? I don't know. I don't know. I ask myself that a lot. <laughs> I make her hug me all the time. Um, it's, and, and again. I, I mean, it, it happens, it happens. But I think if you, putting out what you enjoy, even though you're doing it, from our perspective, it's for a business. And yeah. so you are putting it out for the purpose of connecting with someone else. But I think if you're not doing stuff that you enjoy, it makes it a lot harder to. Yeah. I mean, I feel like people always like think that it's work and things like that. So like one of the things, and I was actually talking to our good friend, Erica Wolf, yes. Wolf of real estate about this the other day. And I was like, um, it was like cat day and you have like the post, oh, really? you know, yeah. but like, do you like look at the year and say, Hey, here's like, I know you have, I know you have a photographer and videographer mm-hmm. and like, you know, the, the branding stuff, like already built into your brokerage, right? So it's like, we're going to do content days. We're going to like shoot videos. We're going to shoot pictures, you know, branding photos, whatever. Right. So that that'd be part of it. If you don't already have branding photos quarterly, at least like do that. But like, do you like look at a calendar of the year of like the international and national days, or are you just like, let's just get a bunch of random shit or like, how do you come up with these ideas? So the, the cat, the catter date was very, we actually have a whole thing about Catterday. It was, I saw a meme. Yeah. Yeah, It's very unfortunate. I'm really a dog person. Like we share, we share a doodle love. And so I'm not really a cat person, no offense against cat people, but it's not really my jam. (laughs) It's not really my jam, but we had this joke that we, one of my girls on my team, Megan, um, super goofy and silly too. And we had like, uh, old lady costumes with like wigs and the, the whole joke of like, um, you can't spell homeowner without meow, like yeah. home meowner, which is so corny. And, but it, like we cracked up, like I thought it was yeah. hilarious. So we had this whole thing and we kept missing the day. Like I didn't check the calendar. So yeah. we kept missing, you know, cat adoption day or whatever. And so catter day came out and it was corny. I really wanted to do the whole thing, but I didn't notice it was catter day until like that morning or something. Yeah. So no, I wish I was a lot more, okay. I wish I had a lot more planning 
So, probably not a good question to ask. No, I know, right? That was that was not the great, yeah. the, best, the best answer, right? Like, we're not... So, I guess, here's the thing. is like, yeah. people probably reach out to you about socials. Like, what advice yeah. do you give to people of, like, hey, you know, you log on and you see it's all houses and Canva templates. Like, what advice would you give to someone of, like, hey, here's how you can, like, spice up your social media? For sure. So, I think it's important to have something that people remind are reminded about you that doesn't involve real estate. So, most people that know me, Katie, for sure, if you... I'm a, I love Swedish fish, which is kind of weird and unusual. It's kind of a gross, it's kind of a, people think a gross candy, which uh, it's not gross. It's amazing. But if you're, if people, I get pictures, I get pictures of people at the grocery store or their kids drop off, you know, Swedish fish from Halloween at my office. And people are like getting roadside snacks and they, they'll take a picture at the gas station with Swedish fish. And like Swedish fish is definitely something that people are reminded about me. Like, you know, 10, 15, 20 times a year that doesn't yeah. have anything to do with real estate. So they're more likely to remember me when real estate comes up because they remembered about the Swedish fish. And so whatever it is that's your thing, like talk about it almost at nauseam. Like it's like I do talk about Swedish fish a lot, but no one's going to remember if you don't talk about it. Like if you, if you know Katie, you absolutely know she loves her shoes. Like you know that she's got kicks of the day and that's her thing. You, she works out like the pillars of things that are her and her personal life. Those are things that re people remember you by. Yeah. And then they're more likely to remember you for real estate because they remember you got cool shoes, you work out every day, you wear the blazer, move to town. Like all the things that are Katie make, make you want yeah. to like you more. One fun fact about the Swedish fish yeah. is that if you're listening to this, you're not seeing this. I just poured out a, a tumbler, um, insulated tumbler full of Swedish fish that Julie gave to me. I actually brought her a bunch of mini Swedish fish <laughs> as well. So like we're not doing well on the getting rid of our junk food. But when I posted a thing with the Swedish fish on it and I put in the GIF Swedish fish, you actually popped up on the homepage of Swedish fish. So I don't know if you're listening. Is this is Swedish fish the company? Um, I don't know who the Swedish Fish company is. Bone International Group has the copyright on Swedish Fish. If y'all are listening to this, you guys need to think about sponsoring Gateway Properties <laughs> and Julie Patterson just because, like, she literally is one of your best spokespeople. Um, no, I think that's good, and I think that a lot of times people don't focus in on the personal life, right, or, or the personal things, and I think right. they think that in order to share personal, they've got to, like, open up their entire lives and, like, share deep, dark secrets and things like that. Like, you can share what you want to share. You can yeah. share as, as little or as much, but, like, be consistent with it and, and pepper that into your content because, like, they want to do business with the people, right? right? So, yeah, I would completely agree with that, um, and I'm excited to dig into these. So when you, Gateway Properties is your brokerage, it right? So you immediately just went into owning your own brokerage. So I like, had, I did. I had Gateway Financial Group was okay. my real or my mortgage company, and I started that young. I was young, and yes. when and we now you're old. and now I'm old. We've established that. Yeah. Her words, not mine. It is. It is. I, I feel a hundred. My son is a grown ass man. Like graduated from college, owns a home. Like I'm, I'm definitely old. So it's okay. I'm, I've, I've, I've come to terms with it. But Gateway, and you're like not old. Like just so everyone knows, I'm making fun of her because she said that she's not actually old. Moving on. I, I do feel it. But with Gateway Properties, it just kind of, it wasn't like anything particularly clever. At the time when I created it, I wanted something that seemed not super small. Like I wanted it to seem like it might, it was bigger than it was. Future. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so I'm not particularly married to it or anything. I mean, I am now I'm like, married to it. Yeah. I'm literally married to it now, yeah. but it's not anything, it was nothing special. I mean, yeah. it can be anything. But you just jumped right into that. So I think a lot of times people will have a team or they'll look to start a team and they're like, do I start my own brokerage? Do I join a brokerage? Like, what do I do? Right. And I know we've yeah. had these conversations because like I went down that path. Um, what advice would you give to someone if they're looking to start a team or start a brokerage? Because it's like, I feel like 
it sounds fun. Like we're at the Tom Ferry Summit. We're yeah. going to hear him talk about teams all week. But like teams aren't for everyone, right? Um, so if you were like looking individual agent, have a decent amount of production, looking to either start a team or start a brokerage, like what advice would you give to someone to think about before they go down that path? Well, I think now versus when I started my brokerage, there's a lot more opportunities. Places like Real that have the opportunity to remove some of that liability. I didn't for this. She didn't. She didn't. And I'm not. I'm not real. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm an indie brokerage, but I've had mine for a long time, and it's been established. And I think it's hard. I mean, if you were to come in and start now, I don't think if I was to get a broker's license now, I would start necessarily my own indie brokerage. Yeah. I would definitely go the route of going to a company that provided brokerage services on a on an affordable basis that I, because now, I mean, I have my own tech stack that I've built. I mean, I, we have things that we've built. And so... I, if I didn't, if I was getting going, I wouldn't go that, I wouldn't go the route of indie. There's so many other options that are easier yeah. and cheaper for frankly, and less liability. So it doesn't really make any sense to be an indie brokerage from the start right now. Yeah. Your name's on the door. Yeah. Your name's on the lawsuit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think people I have had, I've run into brokers. I mean, I'm, I've been in the business a long time. And luckily, the, the girls that are on my team now, we don't really take new people because it's too hard. I don't have the, I'm a producing broker still. I'm still the big, I'm, I'm still the one doing the, doing quite a bit of production on our team. And, but all my girls are top five, 10, or most of my girls are top five, 10% in the, in the area. And so we have knowledgeable, experienced girls on our team that don't necessarily need me on brokerage level things on a day-to-day basis. And if I was having to do that, there's no way that I could do it by going to someplace that has the brokerage yeah. questions that you get to go to. Um, and I think a lot of people, they don't really know. I mean, if they try to start a brokerage, they don't have the skill set and the knowledge and experience behind them. You can get yourself in a lot. Of, I mean, people can get themselves in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So that was my thing was, I was like, you know, I like the team leader aspect. I like the coaching, the yeah. mentorship, the training. But like having my name on the door and all the liability, yes, although maybe. like my E and O could probably be less than my cap, right? right? It's like there's still all of those things that like it's heavy I, weight yeah. on you too. I mean, it's not just financial liability; yeah. it's like emotional liability of like people's this a house is a huge purchase for someone, for sure. and you want to make sure you're doing the things that you need to do to make sure that those people are protected, and the people that are working for you are doing the things that need to be done to make sure that they're protected. Yeah. And so it's a lot. What is a book or two that you would recommend to people to read? Mm. I, d- I don't read, okay. so that's probably not a great not question. A great question. <laughs> What's a coloring book that you would recommend people? A coloring to book, no. uh, Swedish Fish. No, I, um, <laughs> Swedish Fish of the world. <laughs> yes, I don't. I don't know. places to eat Swedish Fish. I sadly don't have. I haven't. I listen. I love. The, I listen to audiobooks. So like, never split the difference. Okay. I love Chris that. Voss, it's yeah. a great book. Well, I mean, I think that's like an awesome book. If you haven't read it, Never Split the Difference yep. by Chris Voss um, gives a lot of good tips. Just mm-hmm. like the little things. Like, I mean, I've, I've read it, I've heard him speak, but like, just like smiling before having a difficult conversation, you know, and, and stuff like that is like, oh, I like the little takeaways are what I, I really like. Me too. So I hear you. Okay. I'm gonna ask you one hard hitting question. Okay. Sure. Um, if it were your last meal on earth, what would you be eating? Mm, a steak and potatoes and a lot of sweets. Swedish fish? Uh, probably not. I get a lot of those in my life. Yeah. So I'd pro- probably some really chocolatey, amazingness of some sort. All right. One yeah. fi- final follow-up on that then. Yeah. What's your favorite cut of steak? Mm, filet, probably. Filet. Okay. All right. I'm here for it. Yeah. Cool. Well, Julie, I appreciate you. If someone does not already follow you, where would be the best place for them to find you? Well, now I'm in Instagram, so I am hitting that. I've been hitting that pretty hard oh, for the last couple years. Fax <laughs> you, you could fax me. Yeah. You could fax. I still have a phone. <laughs> 
Exactly. I still have facts, so you could see when we're talking about broker profitability. That's probably you could probably cut your facts line. Well, I think it's an e-fax line now, uh, but but I sadly do still get them. <laughs> I sadly still get e-fax. I live in an older community that that no, that's we good. have. I have agents in my town that are like ninety. Faxing you offers. They do. I, yeah. I wish I was kidding, but I am not kidding. Have you seen that broke agent meme where it's like, uh, can you fax over the offer? And they're like, oh, we don't have that here, and it's like, where's here? And they're like, twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty two, Julie, twenty twenty two. I am not sending any faxes. Yeah. I will definitely put that on record that yeah. I have not sent a fax in a solid ten Year, years, probably week. Week or two? No, like near a decade. Okay. It's been a long time right, since I've sent a fax. I do receive them. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Instagram, follow her. She puts out a lot of great content. It's fun. Follow for the Swedish fish. And uh, it was this was fun. I appreciate you. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> Bye.